Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we're back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Hopefully, you guys have had a great start of your week, middle of the week thus far, Thanksgiving week. Um, a lot to be thankful for, including you guys and uh, the Jets sometimes. Um, this past weekend, a loss to the Buffalo Bills, a rough one. Um, it always sucks to lose to your division rival especially on the road, especially in what some would call a must-win game. Um, you know, they should fall to 4-6 and six, um, with the Dolphins coming to town at MetLife Stadium. It's tough, right? I mean, benching Zach Wilson um, in the fourth quarter, Tim Boyle comes in, throws a pick. Um, you know, who cares? It was already basically a blowout by then, but it's just obviously uh, icing on the cake. You know, benching the former number two overall pick uh, in 2021, Zach Wilson, and from... All indications, um, it seems like that is sort of kind of uh, the last start that Zach will ever make um, in green. So, uh, sad way to go out, right? I, I mean, it's not – Aaron Rodgers touched on it on the Pat McAfee show when he was on on Tuesday. It's a tough way to go out, and it's a tough way to go about a season when Zach wasn't even supposed to really start, right? He wasn't even supposed to see the field in 2023, right? It was supposed to be Aaron Rodgers' show, um, it was supposed to be a year where Zach could sit back, relax, and kind of just take it in while Aaron Rodgers runs his offense and kind of, you know, shows Zach the ropes, basically, almost like a rookie year, it, it seems like, right? Zach, obviously, in his third year, um, not playing very well in his third year, so the Jets decided to bench him for Tim Boyle, and that is exactly what's going to happen this Friday uh, on Black Friday against the Miami Dolphins at 3 p.m. Eastern. Um, Tim Boyle is going to get the start under center for Gang Green with the Dolphins coming to town at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, uh, right across from the American Dream Mall. So I'm sure that traffic is going to be a lot of fun. Um, but again, uh, it's an indication that Zach Wilson is no longer, you know, going to be the quarterback of this team uh, moving forward. And I think they're comfortable moving forward with either Tim Boyle or Trevor Simeon, um, depending on how it goes down the stretch here. I feel like Tim Boyle obviously kind of gets a head start as he knows the offense, uh, has worked under Nathaniel Hackett in Green Bay. Um, Aaron Rodgers' buddy, right? I feel like um, Boyle, I feel like the Jets feel Boyle gives him the best chance to win. Um, Not sure if that's right or wrong or, you know, in between, Uh, but the Jets are confident in Tim Boyle's ability to lead this offense. So I guess we have to be as well. Right. I mean, there's no really disputing it. Um, Robert Sala talked to the media, um, you know, a lowly Robert Sala right after a pretty big loss in Buffalo, um, a game that, you know, it feels like the Jets just right out of the gate. Right. Xavier Gibson's fumble um, kind of just set the tone for it. And it feels like it was just impossible to climb back in. You know, you sometimes feel the Jets can sometimes after halftime, they're usually good in the second half can climb back into games. Didn't feel in this one, especially with Zach Wilson playing how he did. The offensive line just has been awful. Um, and Mekhi Becton suffered a ankle sprain in this one. Thankfully, thankfully it's not a high ankle sprain. It looks like a low ankle sprain that has him, you know, possibly playing on Friday, which is good. Um, good news for Mackay, uh, entering, you know, he's in a contract year, right? And he's been playing relatively well, right? He's played, you know, all the games, right? He hasn't missed a game. Uh, so, you know, hopefully Mackay keeps, keeps playing well and, um, 
on that left side there, but it's going to be interesting. You know, Dwayne Brown, his window for activation is tomorrow, right? Thursday on Thanksgiving. So the Jets need to make a decision on which, you know, can they activate Brown? Is he healthy enough to start on the left side? Uh, I doubt they start him at right tackle. It would likely be Brown, Tomlinson, Tittman, Javier Pickett, you know, Mitchell, uh, Xavier Newman um, at right guard and then and then back to the right tackle there. Um, but, yeah, this offensive line has seen its shuffling over, over the past 10 weeks. Um, you know, it's just – it's unbelievable the amount of injuries this team suffers on the offensive line on a yearly basis. It, it feels like more than other teams, right? I know other teams suffer injuries, you know, big – game-changing, season-changing injuries, but it feels like the Jets on the offensive, you know, the offensive line suffer a lot, right? And and it's not, you know, it's not a testament to Joe Douglas, right? Because I feel like he does try to build the offensive line the right way through the draft and then, you know, get your veteran additions through free agency, like your Lakin Tomlinson, your Dwayne Brown, your Connor McGovern. Um, but you draft guys like Mackay Becton, Joe Tittman, AVT. Um, I feel like Douglas has gone about it the right way. I can't say the same about the quarterback position, but, you know, on the offensive line, it's really hard to blame Joe Douglas when guys are just going down. AVT, another season ender against the Broncos, um, two seasons in a row at mile high. Um, and then you have Connor McGovern going down. Um, and people, I feel like, kind of overshadow that injury a bit. I mean, Tittman was the starting right guard. Um, for a few weeks, and then McGovern goes down. He has to, you know, shift back into his natural position at center. But that line was pretty good. You know what I mean? It was pretty good. I mean, Mackay back to the left tackle, Lincoln Tomlinson the left guard, Connor McGovern at center, Joe Tippmann at right guard, and then AVT at right tackle. I mean, that's a really good offensive line, um, and they've dwindled it down to a below average one. And I feel like the Jets at this point are just – really struggling struggling to protect up front, you know, protect Tim Boyle. It's going to be very important because he's not all that mobile. Um, and the Jets have to kind of, you know, form a pocket around him and give him a good two, three seconds to throw the football. But um, it's going to be interesting how they hold up against the Dolphins, who, again, you know, I think they have a pretty good defense, um, a pretty good front four. Uh, and I think, you know, the Jets will have their hands full, um, protecting the Dolphins' defensive line, and I'm sure they will send a bunch of blitzes. I'm sure Vic Vangio will not be scared to unload on Tim Boyle. Um, I'm sure of that. So um, we'll see how it goes. I feel like Tim is – he's a veteran, right? He knows what to expect. I feel like this is not his first rodeo. He started in NFL games before for the Detroit Lions a few years back, and I know everyone's looking at his you know, college stats and being like, wow, these are terrible. How did this guy make it to the NFL? Um, it, you know – Sometimes it's just a weird business, right? I mean, Tim's now the backup. You know, he was the backup quarterback of the Jets, third-string guy. Um, and then, you know, here comes Zach Wilson, you know, uh, the starter. And then here comes Tim Boyle. Uh, you know, he was the backup to Zach. Came in on Friday, or I should say last Sunday against the Bills, and, you know, played a bit, uh, 50% completion percentage, and then came back. Um, you know, is going to come back in on Friday against the Dolphins, where, I mean, this is – as big of a game as you could probably get, because if they go four and seven, you could probably just kiss the season goodbye. I'll be honest. Um, but you know, five and six is definitely still comebackable. Um, it's not over yet, as Aaron Rodgers put it on the McAfee show. Um, and his recovery seems to be going well. I mean, Aaron Rodgers seems to be recovering at the pace of a cheetah. You know, it really seems like he is on pace to practice December second or around his birthday, as he put it, and 
play on Christmas Eve, right? I feel like that is the goal that everyone is kind of looking towards at this point. If the Jets are out of contention, do you bring him back, right? That's kind of the other big question. I say no. I, I don't see a reason to risk, you know, knock on wood, a possible re-injury. Um, you know, I feel like you have to play your card smart and not, you know, you, you can't put him in harm's way, right? And you have to protect him from himself at that point. You, you can't let him go out there when the team is, I don't know, 5-9, and 5-10, and ten, right? You, you have to find a way to kind of lean back and kind of think, you know, okay, this is probably not the right decision to try your 40-year-old quarterback coming off Achilles surgery at the fastest pace known to man. Um, so I think they'll be they'll be cautious with it. I don't think they'll force him out there if the Jets aren't in contention for the playoffs. But if they are, by week 16, 17, they'll probably, you know, it'll be interesting. That's all I'll say. It'll be interesting. I know doctors have to clear him, as Salah said, and it's not the Jets' choice, you know, things of that nature, but... If Aaron wants to play, he's going to play, and he's going to get a doctor to clear him. Um, he said he started jogging on the treadmill. Uh, there, there's there's progress being made, um, and I really I really hope it doesn't all go to waste by the Jets just dropping these games on a week-out week basis. Um, and they're at a point now where if they don't beat Miami, they're looking at an AFC where most of the teams are really good, right? They, they're, they're really good in the standings, not necessarily their team, because as Tom Brady put it um, on one of his shows, you know, the NFL is you know a lot of mediocrity. And I kind of agree. Um, it seems like anyone can beat anyone. And, you know, that's kind of the saying that teams use often just, you know, to say it. But um, it's true this season. I mean, the Jets beat the Eagles, right? It, it wasn't, you know, a fluke either. They beat them. Uh, it was a game where Jalen Hurts played decently well, but gave up the ball at the end of Tony Adams, and the Jets came away with the victory. Um, so, I mean, who knows, right? It, it, today's NFL is kind of just a who knows, right? It's it's a very it's a very fluctuating league. Uh, you never know who's going to win week in and week out. And the Jets, you know, they're underdogs by seven points on Friday, right? They're not favored to win against the Miami Dolphins at home. Um, they shouldn't be. Right, they haven't played well enough to prove to any team um, that they can put up a decent fight um, over the past five weeks. And I feel like you know, the Eagles and Chiefs games feel like they were months ago, years ago. I mean, this team doesn't resemble anything from those games. So, um, you know, from a defensive perspective, they struggled a bit um, against the Bills. But who could blame them? I mean, they've been lights out for the past eleven weeks into last year as well, the past twenty-eight weeks. Um, but I mean, the Jets. You know, they need a complete game from their offense, defense, and special teams to really win a game because the offense isn't going to magically come out and electrify the crowd like Mike White did against the Bengals. I, I can't see it. Um, this offensive line is just not, you know, I don't have the confidence in the offensive line playing a full 60 minutes protecting Mike White or uh, Tim Boyle, right? I, I don't have the confidence right now to say that. And I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope they come out on Friday and just kick some ass and kick Miami's ass right into the doors of um, the American Dream Ball, right? Because it feels like the Jets need that. They need a game where they can play a full, you know, confident game from their offensive line. Um, get Garrett Wilson involved. I know he's had a few fumbles, that elbow issue um, that popped up a few weeks back. But, you know, get him involved. Breeze Hall is a freak. Uh, he's a freak athlete coming off, you know, ACL surgery. Another guy who has been just a menace uh, when the football's in his hands. So get him involved more. Get your playmakers involved and see what happens, right? I mean, the Miami team, this Miami team, I should say, um, the Jets beat at home last season, right? 
albeit without Tua Tagovailoa. Um, I believe it was out without Jalen Waddle as well. Tyreek Hill played in the game, but struggled mightily against Sauce Gardner um, and DJ Reed. So it'll be interesting that matchup again, Sauce and Tyreek. Um, Sauce had his number last year, but we'll see what happens this year. Hopefully it's the same result. And the Jets didn't only win. They blew it out last season. They scored 40-plus points. Um, God, what I would do for that offense right now. <laughs> Honestly, with with, uh, with the way they were playing last year, Brees Hall had a monster game, that 90-plus yard reception. You know, 90-plus on the ground. Michael Carter had a good game. Obviously, Carter's with the Cardinals now. Got claimed last week. Um, but, man, this team just needs to find ways to score more than 17 points on a weekly basis. And they'll win some games, right? I'm not saying they're going to win all their games. I'm not saying they're going to be blowing teams out either um, if they can't score more than 20. But, I mean, 17 points. Is it like I feel like they haven't scored multiple touchdowns in the game. I'll beat a touchdown again. I mean, last week was their first touchdown in 40-plus drives, 40-plus offensive drives. So I feel like at this point – you're kind of just expecting anything and you're hoping for anything. And that anything, um, I hope results in points because that is the key to beating the Miami Dolphins. They, you know, not too long ago, they put up 70 points against Denver Broncos, albeit a poor Denver defense at the time. Denver is looking up as of late. Um, but, you know, the Jets just have to find a way to put up points and they'll they'll stick around. I mean, I, th- I truly think they could stick around with Miami at home. Um and I was listening to Boomer and Geo this morning, and you know Boomer kind of said the same thing, right? The Jets play well at home. The defense plays great at home. Um, the offense we haven't seen too many glimmers ever since you know that Chiefs game, and you know some of the Buffalo game in Week One. Um, but you know you, you you just hope they could find a way to score points, and then you know things will work out. You, you got to think of it that way. So. Um, with that said, I think I'm going to go ahead and end the episode there. That is 14 minutes of goodness. Um, you know, Jets content, all that good stuff. So I'll see you guys next week. Have a great Thanksgiving break. Um, you know, if you're off of work, off of school, enjoy it. Um, and get ready for some Thanksgiving football, Friday football, uh, Black Friday football, first ever uh, Black Friday game hosted by Amazon. So be well, everyone. I will see you next week for another episode and hopefully a victory party pod.